It is indeed a pleasure to have this privilege to play here for you. And we, we intend to give you a very fine program, so just settle back, relax, and enjoy the moment. 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 Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Mike Up Podcast. I'm your host, Mika Gadsden. Today, I'm bringing you a pre-recorded interview. Yesterday, I sat down with co-founder with Black Voters Matter, Cliff Albright, and we talked about the state of voting rights, what that fight looks like right now at the front lines, and also what's to come for BVM. So listen in. I hope you like this interview. Check it out. And all my Twitch peeps you get to see this interview on i think thursday of this week okay take care y'all enjoy the interview well what's going on what's going on cliff hey how you doing what's up mika you out there just just <laughs> making them sweat out there in charleston i'm trying I'm trying to be like you big bro I'm trying to be like you <laughs> Um, well, I want to say thank you. I know we originally uh, planned on speaking at another time, but this is perfect. I feel like I have like a captive audience. I don't have to manage too many details, but I, I really thought that folks who watch my content, um, people who listen to Miked Up the podcast, will really benefit from you coming back because you're not a stranger. You're not a stranger to my content at all. Uh, mm-hmm. So I thought that folks would really love to know what's going on, especially following what took place this weekend. So for those who don't know. Uh, last weekend, uh, a, a bunch of folks, a bunch of organizers and individuals, people across the country, across the world, uh, celebrated the 57th uh, uh, anniversary of Bloody Sunday in Selma, Alabama. Um, Cliff, tell tell me more about that. Can you share the significance of that day, of that weekend? Yeah, and, and, and first let me start by apologizing to you and, and your listeners and your, your watchers because I was supposed to be on... <laughs> Yes, uh, earlier today, yeah. and just all kinds of issues, partially related to just how hectic this whole weekend and week is. So my apologies to you and your and your listeners, because I've actually been really looking forward to this conversation. But yeah, you know, um, the, the Selma Bridge Crossing Jubilee and the, the Selma the Montgomery uh, commemoration means a lot to me for a, a bunch of reasons. And to this country for a bunch of reasons. Personally, I used to live in Selma. I lived in Selma for nine years. And so was was involved in many of those years in, in helping and planning different pieces of, of this commemoration, which is, you know, a weekend long activity. My wife, April, she uh, for a long time was one of the main coordinators of the um, the mock trial that usually takes place on, on Friday night as part of the weekend. And so, you know, it, it just we've got a deep personal connection to, to this commemoration. But it's important for the entire country, you know, because one, we got to we got to remember, like, what what happened? Like, how did we how did we get the the Voting Rights Act? And it's important to remember that we got it because of movement. Um, We got it because even as a president was was trying to say and and President Johnson was trying to say that it wasn't the right time and they couldn't get it passed. um, You know, movement made him take action. Movement forced a confrontation with the brutal authorities there in Selma, not just Selma, but throughout the throughout the Black Belt. Um, you know, movement had been leading marches, not just, you know, it wasn't just about that Bloody Sunday march, right? That there were marches taking place for weeks leading up to up to uh, Bloody Sunday, including many which were led by young folks, which were led by high school students, right? Um, so, you know, it was about movement and, and decades of that movement for years before SNCC or SCLC or Dr. King ever stepped foot in Selma, you had folks like Amelia Boynton and Marie Foster who had been organizing there in Dallas County for for years. So movement 
made that happen. And it's important that when we do these commemorations that we remember that it's not just about one person, um, you know, whether it's Dr. King or John Lewis and other people that are individually associated with this commemoration, but it's about movement that made all of that, made all of that happen. Yeah. And I, I what I love um, about hearing you speak about things like the 57th uh, you know, commemoration is how you tie in the history with the current movement. So people understand how, like that blueprint, like how we got to where we are is largely mm-hmm. informed by the movement work that, that predated us. Um, and that's super important to, for, for younger organizers or for just organizers in general to remember that legacy for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Uh, it segues into where we're at right now. So uh, you've been very passionate, very vocal uh, on a number of like during a num- number of interviews I've seen you in or I've read some quotes you've been very vocal about what we need right now and with, with regard to voting rights what our current administration are meaning the Biden administration what they could be doing can you kind of give mm-hmm. folks an update and a sense of of where we are with voting rights yeah so I'll, I'll talk about the good and the bad <laughs> right um, or the bad the good and the bad right in terms of the first bad, you know, we, we know the deal in terms of the wave of voter suppression that's been sweeping the country uh, ever since last year, ever since the election of 2020, right? That's consistent with the backlash. Anytime we make advancements, anytime we make gains, uh, whether it's a Voting Rights Act of 65 or the first Black president or or shocking the country and, and flipping states that they thought would never be flipped and, and kicking Trump out of office. Um, anytime we, we, we show our power, there's always a backlash. So that's that's what we've seen, right? And, and that's the bad news. Then comes the good news, which is that in response, we've had an incredible movement that's taking place. Some of it at the state level, you know, you saw Georgia folks that came together and, and came up with a strategy that included a corporate accountability strategy that, that called out places like Coca-Cola and Delta and, and others and led to a national discussion around these, these companies and how they're um, how they're not only are they not doing enough to fight against voter suppression, but in many cases, they're actually funding the voter suppression. So we've seen that movement pop up in Georgia and in Florida and and in Texas, and even contributing to the Texas legislators who left the state and and went to DC, right, in order to block their voter suppression bill, a bill which many people thought would get passed in six days. It took them like six months to pass that bill. So, and then movement is what led the president who who was a big defender of the filibuster. He did a whole town hall talking about you you can't end the filibuster because it would cause chaos, but ultimately, through, through protests and, and outside the White House and folks getting arrested. I've been arrested like five times outside either White House or, or Senate offices or the steps of the Senate. Um, but movement led him to eventually give a speech where he came out and said the filibuster needs to be modified to pass voting rights. And it was movement that made the Senate continue to keep the topic on, as a, on the table and to, have a, to force a vote even going as far as pulling out some or some unknown process message between the houses, which let them bypass the filibuster to have the debate, which they had never been able to have. Movement forced them to do that. Mm-hmm. And so those are, and, and it also raises a question, if you were able to use this process in order to get that, get, get to that debate, where you been with that and why you ain't using it on some other stuff, right? Yeah. That's a whole other discussion. Uh, but that's that's the good news, uh, which is that movement, you know, has has moved the needle. But we still got to get the bills passed, right? And we and we still got to get rid of or uh, uh, or get more people into Congress that will actually vote to support voting rights. And so part of what we're doing 
is we're, we're doing a call, we're doing a, uh, we're shouting out for a million people, a million people strong, a million for voting rights, trying to get a million people to sign a pledge that says that they're willing to fight for voting rights, whether that means fighting by calling and texting or fighting by taking it to the street or fighting by helping to turn out folks in order to, to get some senators into the Senate that will actually vote for voting rights and then we'll vote to modify the filibuster. So, so that's kind of where we're, where we're at now, which is we still need to get that legislation. We're still fighting for that, but we're also fighting to get a Congress that will accurately reflect the people. Absolutely. I, I want to lift up one part, one important portion. You, you said so many important things, but you know, you, I don't know if you do this consciously, I'm sure you do, but you subtly remind people that, hey, it looks, it might look bleak, but we've made these strides like, oh, this 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 action delayed this by six months or this actually pushed Biden to consider the, the carve outs when it comes to the filibuster. Um, I just want to lift that up. That's very important that it, it's not just all or nothing. There are little victories along the way that folks need to kind of make sure that they don't lose sight of. Um, but uh, you said a lot there and a lot of important things there. I, I want to segue into okay, what can, I guess a call to action if we can do anything to help with those million signatures, but also mm -hmm. what are the next initiatives? Is there anything specifically that you're working on? Are you working with coalitions yeah. of other groups? How can we get engaged and get involved? Yeah, so there's a, so let me say this before I forget, because I often forget about it, which is, uh, text us, right? Text yep. us, text uh, 25225. If you, if you can't remember the numbers, it spells black on your phone, right? So 25225 um, and text the word uh, or the words voting rights. And that'll get you connected to us. It will send you some information on that 1 million for voting rights pledge that you can take. And it also gets you connected with us so that you could get some other um, calls to actions that we'll be doing. And again, whether that means, you know, when we, when we need folks to hit the streets, when we need folks to make some phone calls, when we need folks to show up at, at a march, like what we're doing this week. I'm, I'm in Montgomery right now because uh, tomorrow we're going to be doing our day of this five-day march from Selma to Montgomery. And so, um, you know, we've got people coming from all across the country, including some students from South Carolina, Mika, okay. who, who have come down and going to participate in, in the march uh, tomorrow. So, um, so, so text that number so you can get connected and you can get some other calls to action. But here's the deal. If it's not us, if you don't want to text that number, if you're listening to me and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm feeling him. You know, I like the issue, but he sound crazy. Fine. Join up with somebody else. Right. Connect up with Mika. Connect up with with, um, you know, some, some some other organizations. Connect up with, you know, our friends Jazz up in up in Columbia. If you if you if you're in the Columbia area, connect up with some other groups in, in South Carolina that are doing some amazing, amazing work. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're blessed to have some local partners there in South Carolina who are all doing good work and they do it all throughout the year. Three sixty five. So but connect up with somebody. Yeah, so if, it, if it's not our organization, then connect up with somebody else, connect up with Mika, connect up with some other organization, because um, that's, the, that's the way that we win. When we work together, we win. When we organize, we win. This, this voting rights battle is not over. So again, connect with us, 25225, voting rights is the, the word to send. Um, and we believe that we will win, you know, because at the end of the day, um, that's what our history shows us, right? Yeah. As long as we work together, as long as we fight, as long as we organize, we will, we will eventually, in fact, I spoke earlier today and was telling somebody, I, I shared a, a verse, you know, um, there's nothing new under the sun, yeah. right? And, you know, but, but the, the sentence that comes before that, it says that which is done 
is that which shall be done. In other words, that which has been done in the past is that which shall be done again. We've won in the past mm. and we will win again, mm. you know? And so we just got to remember that and um, faint not and we'll get there. All right. Well, thank you. So tomorrow we'll be tuning in. You're going to be BVM has their own day as part of the commemoration ceremonies. We'll be locked in. Cliff, thank you so much for your time. I know you're busy, bro. Thank you. Talk to you next That's time. Right. Check us out on, on Facebook if you want to see the live stream of the of the oh, march tomorrow. We'll patch in. What time? Wait, what time does it start? It starts at nine o'clock central, ten o'clock your time. Okay. Um, and it'll, it'll be going on from from ten until four o'clock. Uh, I, I, I bet. Okay. Ten miles. It's a ten mile walk, and we'll be ch chanting and singing and and all that stuff. So so check us out. We will. Thank you, Cliff. Take care. All right.